0: Hey, thank you so much for tuning in this episode. I hope you're getting an extreme amount of value. I want you to go ahead and comment below. Share with me your biggest takeaway. In addition to that, my number one goal is for me to be able to grow all of my social platforms so I can give you info insight strategy and game from every platform there is so take a minute to follow me on instagram at neil davis so same exact name on twitter same exact name on tiktok and follow me on linkedin at nehemiah davis i would love for you to be able to be tuned into my articles and everything that i drop relating to helping you get to that next level in your life tune in
1: there's a lot of secrets that people from the outside don't understand or know about restaurants
0: i'm new and again i'm being selfish y'all. i'm getting coaching right now my guy breaking it down i know you have a
1: lot of questions about restaurants Bro, I so wait. i want to go deep because yeah. uh there's not much information out there unless you're you have worked in the industry and you've managed and you've been there forever then a lot half of the questions you can answer through experience but yeah. some maybe your audience looking from the outside they're always yeah. wonder what yeah. what is the cost of this what is rent what are the numbers yeah so many
0: questions and, and i'm happy you said it, i'm gonna be honest bro i want a restaurant everybody who i talk to say don't get arrested it has to work where it has to work welcome to an episode of circle of greatness today we're about to talk about the restaurant business i don't know if y'all know and i'm actually going to speak in an existence this year 2023 i'm going to own a restaurant or buy into one, whatever. But today, y'all, I got my guy about to come in and break down just the restaurant industry. And it's so funny. This gentleman, I first met him, he inspired me so much from just his hustle. Uh, I was introduced to him by my guy, Dave, man. Without further ado, I want to uh, bring on serial entrepreneur, restaurateur, traveler, my guy, Damian. What's up, bro? My man. Yeah. Nice to be Thank here. Thanks for coming, bro. So yeah. we met, what, six years ago, maybe? Yeah, so I want to say it was... About six, seven years ago, and I don't remember. Was it? Did we meet through? Because I remember coming to your office. Yes, but it wasn't that we didn't meet at a Pegman's event, right?
1: No, we made a. I remember, it, I believe we met at my office, and I was in between meetings and so
0: much work. But did you go to Pegman event? Yeah. We, we were in, like, a Florida or something like that? That, too, possibly. All right, because it was, like, a thing where I think y'all was winning something.
1: Yes, there was but a $20,000 competition.
0: Competition like that. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. And um, it was you. Dave. Dave and my other guy. Um, a few more. Yeah, and yeah Andres was there. And yeah, a few yeah. Other- but more of the story, bro, I was so inspired. Dave brought me to your office. Uh, you wasn't in the restaurant business at this time. He brought me to your office in the land. I mean. You had your Lambo, you had a Benz, like you you had like all of these uh, malls on lock with like yeah. right hundred workers. I I have you share that, and I was just so inspired, bro. I was in there warehouse filled with stuff, and I was like, Dave was like, "Yo, this that guy," and it just gave me a major source of inspiration. I tell people all the time, um, like one of my guys said this. He said, "Exposure equals expansion." Yes. So just that moment, it, it planted a seed in me, like, "Yo, you gotta do big business." and You've been just doing big business ever since then.
1: I've been trying my best, yeah, learning lessons, trying to grow. Yeah.
0: So tell me about that business, just so people got a little bit backstory. Because I know you're a serial entrepreneur. Was that the, your first business That was you my did? first
1: business. Actually, yeah. I started as a salesperson when I was 18 years old, yep. selling at malls. Yep. And we were selling hair straighteners and yep. hair products. And By 19, 20 years old, I had my own operation with a few locations yep. selling hair tools. And yeah. that was fun. And it kept growing uh and we met six years ago i was yeah. probably 24 at the time yeah um obviously the industry has changed so i transitioned yeah. into a something a bit more challenging which yeah. is restaurants yeah. which we're talking about today i know you have a lot of questions about restaurants oh, bro, I so wait. i want to go deep because yeah. uh there's not much information out there unless you you have worked in the industry and you've managed and you've been there forever. Yeah. Then a lot, half of the questions you can answer through experience. But yeah. some maybe your audience looking from the outside, they're always yeah. wonder what yep. what is the cost of this, what is rent, mm-hmm. what uh, what are the numbers? Yeah, so many questions. And,
0: and I'm happy you said. It, cause I'm gonna be honest, bro. I I want a restaurant, and it's not just financial. So uh, a lot of people. Everybody who I talk to say don't get a restaurant. Yeah, why would you? Yeah, it's every, terrible idea. Yeah, everybody say that. So, yeah. tell me why.
1: <laughs> it costs twice as much. Do you think is going to cost to to go in the business? The, the cost of entry is very high. Yeah, most restaurants will fail because of lack of capital. Yeah, so you have to go. You know, big money. Yep. The concept has to be right. Mainly, the operators have to be amazing. Uh. It takes twice as long as you think to open. So if you think, "Oh, I'm going to open a restaurant in six months," it'd be a year and a half before you open. Wow. Uh, building and everything requires uh, permits. Then you have to deal with the city, the state, and the county. Everyone has to agree. Yeah. Then you get the licensing. Uh, then you have to build a team. I always tell people, don't 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 start a restaurant. Just buy one that's already running.
0: I am about to t- I wanted yeah. to get in it because you one of your restaurants that I went to. I, I used to when I was eating meat I was getting a chicken it yeah.
1: was I bought that one
0: it's so good. so you bought that so yes so my question is you just said why would you would you recommend there who do you recommend getting in the restaurant industry for?
1: <sighs> That'd be tough I mean uh, it maybe as an investor yeah. to purchase the restaurant with someone that wants to run it yep. that would be a good idea uh, but I recommend getting in the restaurant industry it it's it's long hours. So maybe someone who's been manager for a long time knows what they're doing then they they want to find an investor like yourself yeah. then they'll be a great fit.
0: What made you do it? Like what popped in your mind and said you were literally It was by mistake. Tell me about that mistake. So
1: so when I was uh 21 years old I took the first profits from my retail business yep. which was $100,000 and I was either going to buy a car or something and a restaurant subaurus which you've been to the little steakhouse I was in the market for sale and I grew up going there and I figured, hey, this would be a great investment. Uh, So I was, you know, I paid 75 plus fees and uh, deposits and inventory, 100 grand. I I took all the money I had. And then in 2019, I decided to not do retail anymore. So I started getting rid of my operations and as I needed time to figure out what was going to be the next stage of my life, I started spending more time at that restaurant, I bought that restaurant in 2014, 2019, right before COVID. I'm like, what am I gonna do next with the next chapter? So, what my life? did you do
0: those five years? You had retail. an operator in there. No, no, ret- no I'm saying. Oh yes, my Sabora, mom was my had- partner there. Okay, got it. Yeah. So she was just running it, yes. and you were learning it on the side. I wasn't,
1: you- no, I wasn't even even going. Okay. I would go once a month just to eat. Okay. Because I was so busy with the other retail, uh, yeah. retail operation. Uh, then 1920, I started working at the restaurant. I started hang- getting the hang of it. Just, just just by being there and seeing the operation I'm like this is actually very very stable compared to other industries the numbers are flat week after week yeah. and i f- i figured there's a hole in the industry where i believe there's older operators don't know they know the business but they don't know the marketing aspect yeah. and they don't know what's trending and what's cool yeah. so i figured if i learned the basis of the restaurant industry then i started buying restaurants and my criteria was i want to buy a restaurant that has 4.5 stars on google and yelp but the google and the yelp is unclaimed
0: yeah. what uh, does unclaim mean tell unclaimed tell
1: means yeah. uh you don't even know how to log into google my business okay. and click on it and claim the business got it so okay. you, you're 20 years behind in technology yeah restaurants mm-hmm. that have a terrible or no website mm-hmm. believe it or not there's restaurants with no websites yep. that are doing two three million a year yep. <clears throat> you buy that you double your money yep. overnight uh, and, and just terrible Instagram and marketing. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that. Yeah. And, and and that's how the idea came through. I ended up partnering up with a, uh, with a business partner, Miguel. And we acquired a cafe concept. And then we acquired what is now Real Tacos.
0: So so step one, because I want to get to step one, of course, decide if I want to be an owner, operator, or investor. If you're an
1: operator, <laughs> yeah. that is your whole life. You're dead 100 hours a week in there. Yeah. You're the dishwasher, the cook, the server, the bartender, everything at the same time.
0: Yeah. Got it. Don't, so don't, don't. Got it. Yeah. so step two is identify your criteria. You need that criteria is a winning criteria for you.
1: As an investor? Yes. As,
0: as an investor, because you're investor and operator. Like yes. you almost you're running a bunch. You're running multiple shows. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I want to I think because I don't want people to miss that criteria. You just said like, you know how many restaurants I go into and I'm like, bro, what's your Instagram? They're like, we don't have one. And we talked about it like, yo, you just add Instagram to your business. Everything could change for you instantly. Yes. So it's just but like. Okay.
1: So here's the thing. If they don't have an Instagram, yeah. they probably have a terrible POS system yeah. or a computer system. Yeah. They, they 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 probably have a terrible website. Yeah. They probably don't have online ordering. Mm-hmm. They probably don't have updated pictures on Uber Eats or negotiated deals. So a restaurant. What
0: negotiated deals mean? What that mean?
1: You can go to any company and they start negotiating deals. With the third party delivery. Got it. Right? Uh they definitely don't have deals negotiated with vendors. Yeah. So if you come with a business mindset, you buy that location, whatever the price will be, usually a two X multiple. Yeah. So if a restaurant is doing something very, very small, doing a million dollars in sales a year, yeah. and they're making a hundred K profit, you can buy it for two hundred at a two X multiple. Wow. Right. As soon as you plug in the Instagram website and so on, you can grow the operation to two million in sales maybe a higher percentage of profit, not a 10% and a hundred thousand, maybe a 15% now. Yeah. So now you're making 300, yeah. right? Cause now you're making 15% out at of a, at a two, two million in sales. So. so now you're making 300 K and you bought it a year ago for two X multiple at 200. Yeah. So you bought it, you bought it for pennies on a dollar.
0: Yeah. Where do you find these burnt out operators? How do you even approach this burnt out? Cause I often hear by the time they're on a, a, a it's, it's already too high. How are you no, from no, it's good okay
1: yeah because it, even though it's on a buys biz, platform yeah. you still got to have the funding approval funds to so even get the address to yeah. so sign the NDA and even get the name and address you gotta send a screenshot of your bank account yeah uh, so the cost of entry is high so yeah even though it's there the information is not out um yeah
0: got it All right. so all right so I got my criteria I just bought my I bought my restaurant what is my first step am I going in here Am I sprucing this thing up, or am I fixing these immediate things—the website, the Instagram? Well, the I will Uber. learn
1: the operation first. Got well, it. the technology side, yeah, right away. Yeah, and then learn the operation. Um, but yeah, it, it's a tough business. Well, yeah, it's fun though.
0: Yeah. Let me ask you this: because you mentioned the business partner is, if 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 you're looking as an investor, the business partner piece, are you looking for a business partner that is a chef that's running? Like, I I feel like for me. I would love to find a partner who's in it. Like you got to be a person in it. I'm going to bring the marketing aspect. I'm going to bring some capital. I'm going to bring like the influence, the influencers. But I feel like you need to have somebody on the ground in there running these things to make sure they're running right. If it's a
1: chef driven concept, then yes, basically a chef is more of a management than a strong manager. For you, I would say one solid, amazing operator who is the best at operating with a great concept I will come in and say, hey, I'll buy X amount of your business. This business right here, I'll buy 30% yeah. at this much. And I'll do the funding for the second location. Because once you start getting to multiple locations, if they're a very good operator, the valuation of the business goes through the roof. It's not a two X multiple. It starts being a three, four X multiple. Yeah. At six, seven locations, you're a six, seven X multiple. Wow. If you do different markets, different states, over 10 units, you are 10 X EBITDA. That's when, that, that's when the companies can be worth hundreds of millions. Mm.
0: Let me, let me ask you, so um, you said the concept. What concepts would you recommend right now? We talking about in Atlanta. What are some hot concepts that you see that are I, profitable?
1: I, I don't think you even have to uh, think about it too much. I will just use Google Trends. Just go on Google Trends. And whatever you think, type of cuisine, type it on Google Trends. The attention for people searching it is there. It's going to make money.
0: Let me ask you this, though. We got brunch during the day. A lot of people closing at three, four o'clock, and then we got tacos at night. Like, so right. what do you like?
1: I mean, that could be interesting. Like, yeah, like a, like a breakfast spot that shuts down at, at two p.m. and reopens at four for for a second shift. That could be very interesting.
0: I mean, days. I see another thing in Atlanta. Tell me, everybody's closed Monday, Tuesday, and sometimes Wednesday. They're they're they're. I feel like they're leaving three full days or two days that. You're not operating. Are you seven days? Do you recommend? I do that? seven do you... days. Yeah, I okay. mean,
1: but most concepts I would do seven days.
0: So instantly you increase your revenue by, by thirteen. Just staying... Yeah.
1: What is that? Thirteen percent? Maybe. Yeah. Thirteen yeah.
0: percent. So why why are you thinking people? When I,
1: okay, so, so even better when we bought real tacos, it was doing. It was doing. I think it was doing about eighty thousand dollars a month, yeah. and it was closed on Sundays. Wow. As soon as we turned on marketing, it jumped to 120. As soon as we opened Sundays, it jumped to 140 a month. That location now is doing about half a million a month. Wow. And it went and that was 80. We we purchased it doing 80.
0: Is that just one? Just one location. One location, half a half a million. Half a million a, million a month. month. But you got it at 80. For for hundred ish. Yeah. For for yeah. mid force. But but you got it and it was only doing eighty. Yeah. That's good operations.
1: Yes. And our goal was to double it. Yeah. And now it pretty much five X, which is stupid.
0: So now you went and acquired another.
1: Right. And once we acquired that, once the sales triple there, we said, okay, our goal was to buy a bunch of different brands and just do the market buy brands that had terrible marketing or no marketing, do the marketing double next one, do it, do it again. But this one was just such a home run that we said, let's just replicate it because of the the multiples on the values. I mean, you have tackle brands in the country selling for 300 350 400 million.
0: How many uh cuz you told me about them, how many uh how many doors that they have that sold for? The 30 day?
1: 30 to 40 doors.
0: Okay. You rec- you recommend um are we buying these buildings or are we just leasing them?
1: No, lease. If okay. you buy the building then okay, are you in the restaurant business or the real estate business cuz it's very very hard to combine both. And wow, I got a great location, beautiful everything. And on top of that, it's for sale not for lease. So you're going to money in two different businesses.
0: Hey, stop what you're doing. I know you're watching this episode. I want you to go to sevenfigurevirtualeventebook.com. I'm going to say it again, sevenfigurevirtualeventebook.com. I had the privilege this year to help multiple people do six and seven figure days, leveraging virtual events. And I put together a seven-step process that's going to walk you through a step by step by step and once you're done with that book if you like neo i want to learn this a lot more in a deeper sense i want you to go to mastermind this is one pillar of my mastermind right we got five different pillars that we teach this is just one pillar how to dominate virtual events right so if you're interested go to mastermind and book a call with my team to see if you are a good fit to join our mastermind let's go
1: when it comes to buying the land, it's more of those Chick-fil-A's and McDonald's. They just buy land and they have unlimited money, so they just build. Yeah. So, okay, so in the restaurant business, the the way it works is something is up for lease. It's empty, right? Yep. The landlord will pay you to build it. Yep. They'll pay you, a, you know, a little bit, you know, 50 bucks a square foot, yep. 100 bucks, who knows, you know, whatever you can negotiate. Which means your average restaurant will be, let's say, 3,000 square feet. And they're gonna pay you fifty dollars a square foot to build. So they give you a hundred and fifty grand to build, and you're probably gonna spend six, seven, eight hundred. Yeah. Depends on how high end you want to go. Uh, if you're a very known concept, they'll pay more. They're like, wow, you already have ten restaurants. You're a big brand. We want you to come here. Yeah. They'll give you more. I mean, if you're Chipotle or a big brand, yeah. they're gonna build it for you. Right. Uh, there's a lot of secrets that people from the outside don't understand or know. About restaurants, but I will say, just buy a second. I'm buying only second generation. Second generation means that somebody's operating there yes. right now, yeah. and they. My last place was they was doing breakfast. Yeah. So we gave them 150 grand. Hey, thank you so much. We're gonna take over your lease. Yeah. And so we will convert
0: it. When you do that, you're buying the LLC, correct? No. No.
1: I'm buying nothing. Just the lease.
0: So you're getting so how tell me how that works because from my okay. understanding you had to buy the LLC because let's, a lot of them don't want to give you a new no lease. you buy no, no tell me about that okay so let's lease. say
1: you have your own restaurant your concept yep. and you want to do your second location right yep. someone's operating your first you're the invest you, you want the second location you can build from zero which will take you a year for sure at least yeah. or you can buy second generation. You have an option to take over a second generation that had been closed. Those are rare, and they need that work. What I like to do is buy some something a second generation. Someone's operating. So you drive, I literally drive around and find the perfect location and see, what do they sell here, sushi? Mm-hmm. I find the owner. Hey, I'll give you one hundred and I'll take over. Mm. When you take over, you just transfer the lease. Yeah. So you tell the landlord, hey, there's a new owner. They'll approve it. Yep. Unless there's a similar concept next door, most likely if you've got good financials, they'll approve it. What happens is now, instead of actually doing construction for over a year, then permits and this and that, and it takes 18 months, I can actually do it in 90 days because everything is there. All the drawings are there. The kitchen is in place. I change your equipment, do makeup here and there, paint the walls, make it look similar to any other location, do a similar quote-unquote build-up, change the tile, do things, but it's already built. So now let's say your restaurant is doing a profit, Let's say one of our restaurants does a profit of a million a year. Yeah. If I have to wait an extra year to open, then it costs me an extra million.
0: Right, right.
1: So I'd rather take over this second, you know. Sometimes it's more expensive, sometimes it's not. Uh, we're spending about half a million now. There's small spaces, but it costs about half a million. Wow. Just to, like, buy the key, to get the lease, to then renovate. <laughs> and then...
0: Is there... A, how can you do this with no money down? Any, any, way, any way to... Of course, no, leveraging credit, no. is there a way that I cannot not come to the table with a half a million?
1: No, unless you work at a restaurant for many, many years, you're very, very good. And someone will believe in you and say, hey, I'll put the money and we'll do your own thing.
0: Got it. Yeah. So let me ask you this just so I understand. So when I get this concept, the liquor, I get everything. When you say the liquor least, license,
1: every- if you don't know how to do it, it will. you got to pay a lawyer yeah. about 7,000 bucks. Yep. Or you can do yourself the liquor license here in Georgia. Is about seventy five hundred bucks per year.
0: How long it take to get?
1: It can take months. You got to do fingerprints. So then you have to get the city. So I
0: can't get that from the like when I go buy a operating business. Okay, you buy operating already,
1: and you want to change it to liquor
0: already. Like okay, but you want
1: you want to keep that sushi and and be the sushi place, or you want to change it?
0: Let's say give me both. Okay,
1: so you you sell sushi. You got a great sushi spot. I love it. I want to buy your business. When I buy it, I'll do a contract with you that I can operate with your license until I get mine. Because obviously, the city's not going to say, hey, shut down because there's a change of ownership. Yeah. So I can use your license and start doing mine. Okay. And then when mine comes in, now I have mine. Okay. But it's known in the industry, hey, I'm going to sell you my business. You can use my license until you get yours.
0: Let me ask you this. So this may be for a beginner, right? Some and again, I'm being selfish, y'all. I'm getting coaching right now. My guy breaking it down. He he broke this down on the phone. I'll be calling, bro. What about this? So now y'all get to hear the conversations we have. So for me, right, I'm new, right? I'm like, yo, I wanna what if I went and board a concept that's already running, the brunch best. that I like already. Can I just change the name and just Switch yeah, but but if now. it,
1: yes, you can do that, but I wouldn't even change the name. And I will actually only invest into something that's been open for five years. If, if you've been open for five years, it's hard to go out of business. If you if you survive five years of no marketing and you survive COVID, yeah. you're not going to go out of business.
0: It mm, only could be better.
1: So yeah, so that's the main thing is it got to be open for over five years. If it's open for a year or two, you're basically just buying the lease. They're losing money, bleeding money. Hey, just take it.
0: And that's still good, even if I'm changing the concept, because I'm not doing all the extra stuff. If you're, changing the,
1: if you're changing the concept, people will not come. Yeah. The, the old customers, they're going to, oh, what is this? It's even something if, new. Yeah. yeah. But sometimes you leave your your pride in the... Dude, Real Tacos is... I didn't think it was a good name. It was somebody else's last name with yeah. two R's. And we said, fuck it. It's there's...
0: R-R-E-A-L. Right. Okay.
1: And we, and we said we're going to keep the name. There's I no... actually like the name. I feel now like it's we love it Yeah. 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 Now yeah. we love it. Uh, But if it's already got a name, I wouldn't even change it.
0: Yeah. So give me, give me, give me, y'all went from 80 to 500K on one location. Give me a few marketing hacks or a few things that somebody can do, right? And somebody's listening to this, got a restaurant, bro. They're trying to just double their revenue. What are some things they Instagram. can do, right? Instagram. So we
1: have a thing where two percent of our revenue, uh, the goal is to do twenty million this year. Two percent of that revenue goes into marketing.
0: Two mm, percent. So
1: every every location has two percent. Obviously, we run it like a franchise. We franchise our own, you know, corporation. Like a percentage goes to the office yeah. for for office management and C level executives, yeah. and then another two percent goes into marketing. And that two percent in marketing, we, we just blow it. Which usually the average is zero, and we just two percent
0: yeah so know. let me add when you say marketing like when you say instagram is this hiring an employee getting everybody that come in getting them to take their like I, for I me i would do
1: that yeah i would have listen if you okay you own a restaurant you need a dishwasher yeah you need a content creation team as yeah. well
0: and most bro, no, no, none I, zero bro i be on instagram and it's even some popping websites bro zero yeah they i mean it's they don't they're not posting on their gram i'm and, like and Yo, here's the thing you're leaving money on the table Well, you
1: have so many pro as a restaurant operators you got so many things going on that you're like okay today at 3 p.m i'm gonna post this amazing picture and at 3 p.m something broke and you're running to home depot yeah so it so becomes impossible to actually do it so you gotta hire i will hire somebody what we did it was it was becoming a problem for us and with different concepts we said okay the next hole in the industry is creating an agency that can do the marketing for Mm -hmm. restaurants Mm -hmm. and that's what we have now Mm -hmm. and and we have now 10 employees in argentina that do all the most of the marketing and and the team over here that do the rest of the marketing content creation and we work with a lot of restaurants now that do the content for them and and for us as well
0: how important is and this for me i think People don't do a good enough job with uh, UGC, user-generated content. How are y'all grabbing that and using that in your marketing right now?
1: Well, I mean, obviously, most of the restaurants that are trending, they have the green wall. with. Yeah. So we have, you know, the stupid neon sign and things yeah. like that. Things like that, listen, if you have a 1,000 followers and you're posting it and you got 10 customers a day, yeah. you know, that's like 10,000 people that could potentially see that. Yeah. And they they got the geolocation tag as well. And resharing customers, Instagram ads. We we the about one percent of our revenue we spend it on Instagram ads. You gotta do Instagram ads. And then I would do. Um, each concept has different uh, things that go viral on social media, so I will keep trying different things. Uh, for us, is most of the concepts is reels right now. Yeah. So creating good reels and what once Obviously you get a home you run, repeat from
0: it. From Sub 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 Yeah. like essentially, y'all. What they do is like. They got this huge meat plate. Yeah. Huge meat plate with like 10 different y'all throw the knife through yeah, there. Yeah. There's it's so much steaming. Yeah. Hot. Yeah. And I'm like, man, if I, I turn vegan vegetarian. So I'm like, I would have probably ate all the steak yeah. before, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But yeah. Yeah. Um, Let me ask you this. So you said something that is key. One of the things that I want to do is I want to create an experience at my
1: place. It must be. You might have good food. Good experience, good drinks. Yeah. Drinks is good. I mean, that's where the most of the profit comes from. Yeah. The so cost me, of goods and drinks is not the same as meat. A steakhouse will have a very high cost of good yeah. versus a bar who's selling liquor that you can just shelf and it's not going to go bad.
0: Okay. So let me ask you that. So with that being said, re- how much of revenue out of the 500, let's say, is liquor?
1: 33%. 33%. Re- so... so all of our locations right now, are 33, which is very high, because we were aiming. Okay, what concept? What is the hottest thing right now that I think I can do? Tacos. Yeah. Tacos is so hot. Yeah. And what is the hottest drink in the world right now? Margarita. Mm-hmm. And what is the hottest liquor? Tequila. Mm-hmm. And what is the hottest type of taco? Birria. So this is all Google Trends. Yeah. I look on Google Trends. If you. you if you look at sushi, sushi has gone crazy over the past few years. Yeah. You go to a sushi place, a good, you cannot get a reservation at a good place.
0: That's a fact. Okay. We was in Vegas, man. We was in Vegas and we, we had to wait, bro. It was like, like. So you 15, go on Google minutes. trends
1: and whatever concept you are thinking of when you type it in and you look at the trends for the past, you know, 15 years, you, if it's flat, if, if the industry is not taking you up, why would you want to be in something flat? Yeah. Um, so we, yeah, everything that, that's how we add to the menus, uh, dine in liquor sales obviously our concept of those higher numbers is uh, 33% dine in itself is 42% yeah. 33 is for the whole uh, thing because actually we have you know a lot of takeout
0: What is your what is your number one platform for takeout right now
1: Right now we have an exclusive deal with Uber Eats because mm-hmm. we had enough leverage to negotiate a, an amazing deal like wow.
0: crazy So that's what you talked about earlier work on a deal with certain, so That deal is better than you saying, yo, I'm going to do DoorDash. I'm going to do Grubhub. I'm going to
1: do. Yeah, mm. because they start you off at 30%. And you can negotiate yourself down as you get bigger.
0: They get 30% of. They take
1: 30%. Yeah. So every time you order something through Uber Eats, 30% goes to Uber Eats. 70% usually goes to the restaurant.
0: Yeah. That's good. Yo, um, you know what I never get, bro? And it's very rare. And I I feel like they don't do a good job. And I don't know if this is prohibited. (laughs) But why don't I ever get text messages from any restaurants I go to? Like they need to start treating these things like yeah, like we digital talked about marketing. I bro. asked you last year, that. I was
1: like, hey Neil, what was the best thing you learned this year? And you were like, uh, you thought about it for ten seconds, and you said text marketing. Yeah,
0: text. Why aren't they doing this, bro? They're not. Like no, like I don't have one message from other no. than your reservation. Come in. Or your seat. So your
1: reservation from Open Table or Resi or whatever system you use, that database is there. You can export that data to any text marketing platform. We do it, but like we do it for like, Real Tacos, uh, Sandy Springs is yeah. now open. Yeah. Boom, 20,000 people. But we don't abuse it. But it should be done more but, often. But
0: you can do it, though, right? Yeah. It's not nothing to get... I'm like, why are no restaurateurs sending me a message saying, come in today to eat this. Like, try our new... We just introduced this new menu out. Like, I got so many ideas. I'm like, yo, let me, unleash me in this industry. And I just do all the marketing stuff. Uh, Another thing, I guess, um, you talked about the grass wall. What are some other things you could put in That's outdated now,
1: now, but the grass wall went viral with the neon sign. That was everywhere. So
0: what's next? Like, what else? Because we went and ate, you and I, I feel like we went and, I feel like you, me, Dave, we went and ate somewhere upstairs and they yes. had the nice wall but what like what is what else should restaurants be doing inside to make it instagrammable
1: every drink must have a great garnish yep i mean we do something now where we got little rubber duckies that we give it to the girls on top on their drink on top of their garnish and they all put out their phone hundred percent of the time
0: uh, so a drink come and you put like a, it's a eatable rubber. Duck? No, just
1: a regular Amazon rubber okay, ducky. Okay. But it's, the, it's beautiful. And wow. the girls and the girls get it and they love but it. That's
0: that. That's, some, that's small adjustments though. Yeah. That what if,
1: small... what if she's got 20,000 followers? Yeah. It's over. With. And probably what? 1,200, 1, 2,000 people are going to see it.
0: Hey, listen, one of the things I don't, and I'm going to send her there on me. Uh, just this girl on Instagram named hungry home girl. Okay. Right? I'm going to send her to your spot or whatever. Is she charged for it, but she's a blogger or whatever, bro. And I'm really giving y'all one of my weapons that I'm on you. I'm literally right now creating a spreadsheet of everybody who blogs, everybody who reviews to just come to my spot. Like when, like I am literally creating paint on whatever, because just one young lady, bro, I've been to 20 restaurants. She recommended Yeah. Every week we go to, I have my How many followers. I don't even uh let me, see, let me see what she got
1: Yeah, once the, the those foodie bloggers they get big, they start charging good money. They can charge $1,000 for a post. Oh yeah, she's charging. It locally. ain't it
0: ain't free. But but for me, I'm like, "Bro, this me. I'm talking about I go to I've been to 20 of her recommendations. Yeah. She's at 62k currently. But but look at like I've been to six, 20 of her spots. So imagine when I get 20 of her to come to my spot. These people are just going to keep keep going. So it's yeah. like, I just feel like, yo, we got to become better at marketers. Uh, the restaurant in industry
1: is way behind on marketing. Here's the thing: every marketing agency for restaurants don't know shit about restaurants. Mm, so man. they get fired. They get fired right away. Yeah, or they don't know really what they're doing. Yeah, we we as a the, our restaurant agency side, we run restaurants as well, so yeah. we know the ins and outs of the business.
0: Share with me some mistakes from last year that 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 might just hit you like something that happened that was like dang I didn't even Man. I didn't account for that.
1: Uh, last year was a very good year
0: um if you had any cuz
1: No, I mean we get we have mistakes every day. Um I no, but we did a, a pretty good decisions last year. Yeah. But the years before I mean I did I mean how many businesses did you do that you felt A lot. How many? 10? 4 or 5. Yeah. 4 or 5 oh, that yeah. you gave a year or two years in?
0: Easily done. Easily.
1: Yeah. yeah. So same here. Uh, I guess that many, uh, so many lessons that you learn, um, eventually you put them all together and you start doing things a little bit better. Um, I think the biggest mistake once you start doing somewhat good things is saying yes to many things. I think the most money you're ever going to make is saying no. I Mm. say no to everything.
0: Wow. The most money you ever make is saying no. Hey, you're looking at this and you're probably enjoying this episode and the strategies and the gems that I give you. This is just a fraction Oh, what you learn in my mastermind, right? I would love for you to be able to learn more information on how he's able to help Carter Colefield make a million dollars in one single day, how he's able to help Rochelle Parks make over $500,000 in a day, learn how he's able to help Tevin grow his Instagram following from 70,000 followers to upwards to 200,000 followers within two months. And again, those results are not typical, let me be very clear, but they are possible for those who are willing to put work in, energy, and effort. If you're looking at this video right now, I want you to go to the website website website, mastermindwithneo, N-E-O.com, so you can apply to see if you're a good fit for a mastermind. This is specifically for someone looking to grow their digital business, right? Even though y'all probably even know David Shant, Sleepers for Suckers. He's inside of my mastermind. You probably know some of you, the student loan doctor. He's inside of my mastermind. You probably know Darius Daniels. He's inside of my mastermind. Those are just a few more people who are absolutely crushing it as a result of being inside of the community. So listen, if you're looking at this, right, and you're probably looking at the episode, like, man, you're dropping so much gems. But can you imagine how many gems you'll get when you're actually inside of the environment, when you're tapped into the community? What I want you guys to go to right now is mastermindwithneo.com. So you do not miss out on your opportunity to get tapped in. You will have to apply. You will have to get on the call. And hopefully you make the cut to be a part of what we got. I'll see you on in the inside. Let's get back to the episode. Yeah. what's well, good. Yeah. Yeah. Because
1: I know this is going to be multiple hundreds of millions. Yeah. Why would I say yes to one million here, one here, one here, two here, and three here. And then this is what's supposed to be hundreds of millions ends up at 50. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's powerful. You don't feel mm. that way? No, that's good. No, I I don't feel that way because I feel that way, but I haven't. I say yes to some stuff that I should be saying yes to.
1: Yeah, when this one is a 100x multiple and this is a 3x time, a uh, 3x return on your time, yeah. and you're like, yeah, diversify your time. And then you're like,
0: yeah. why am I doing this? Yeah. That, that makes perfect sense. Let me ask you so we talked about some of the, uh, we talked about what this current operation you got. Who are the key players right now because you, the wow. CEO? Because I'm talking about the running successful restaurant that's doing 20 million. That's going to do we're going to say more than 20 this year, at least 20, 30 million. No,
1: this year, uh, this, this year we will we'll barely, if you do group, amazingly, will touch 20.
0: Yeah, but you might acquire you, you, never you know, this yes. you might acquire a couple of things. Yeah, so, more of it though. Let me who's on the team to help make this make so sense?
1: So we, we have uh, our COO, yeah, Miguel. Yep. Our main partner, amazing. Yep. He's basically me, but he loves. He's basically operations. M- he loves people and operations, yeah. and and I love numbers and systems and and growth. Yeah. He loves the growth of people. I love the growth of systems. Mm-hmm. So it's perfect match. Yep. Uh, then we have obviously uh, Wilson, who's a great director of operations, who started as our f- basically first hire, yep. and and now is a partner. And then we have a system of partnerships. I we ten uh, percent of our company in Atlanta is owned by employees. Mm-hmm. So if yeah, you tell are, me
0: about that concept, you told me about that when I was at Chautauqua. It's, your taco it's changing the
1: game yeah. and, and it's, it's an insurance policy to the operation if one day we have a big exit, everybody's getting paid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So exciting. Ten percent of the company in Is that jo- phantom
0: phantom equity?
1: No, listen, 10% of the location, t- 10% of equity in, 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 in let's say you're going to open location number five. Yeah. You have 200 employees. Yeah. Out of those 200, you choose the best five. Mm. They get 2% each. Wow. So you might get two chefs. They don't even have to work there necessarily. Yeah. This is people that are, are holding it down, doing an amazing job. They're growing. So you got five, of the, you might have two chefs, one bar, two front of the house managers, yeah. or one chef, two at the bar. Those people get two percent equity, but at, at a ten x multiple exit, where a location can easily be worth eight million, yeah. that's one hundred and sixty grand they got in the bank. Yeah. Extra. Yeah, and not only that, if the location does, let's say, eight hundred thousand in profits a year, that's an extra sixteen thousand on top of their salary. Yeah. it's a lot in the food industry. If you keep growing and you have two, three, four locations, after a couple of years, now you're probably making forty, fifty, sixty extra. In your, e- because of your equity yeah. on top of your salary. So now we can have, eventually the goal is to have bar managers making 150, chefs making 160 yeah. as they keep growing.
0: But peep this, which is so crazy. Guess what? I'm now holding people around me accountable because I'm an owner of this. Yeah. yeah, You're like, on, yeah I care. It's not, yes. just a, not just a job. Like not I really that, care about if this. If
1: you were to go open your own concept, it would have been hard. You would have been limited on cash. And if you were the owner and you made 160, you will be very, very lucky versus being a partner. Uh, I, we also announced that out of state is going to be 20%, one operator, mm. which means that's the Chick fil A model. Chick fil A has a manager. You know why Chick fil A has the best service ever? Tell me why. Because a manager makes 250 a year, okay? A fast food restaurant manager makes 250 a year. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. That's unheard of. It's usually fifty-five, sixty. Yeah. If you're great, you get seventy. Yeah. That's the av- so they get three, four, five times more. That's why the service is so good. Yeah. And they're supposed to work there at least forty hours a week. And they cannot have two locations. Yeah. And there's like I don't know how many thousands of applicants every year, and just like a small fraction of a percentage get chosen. Yeah.
0: What are what 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 are some key things you took from the Chick Fil A model and put them in y'all models?
1: I mean, they grow. Slow but good. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you look at their whole history, uh, they take care of their employees, Mm -hmm. uh, make sure that people get paid, people have equity. I think they do a 50-50 split, but they do a a 13% royalty. Don't quote me on this, but I think if you work for Chick-fil-A, you're on the top 0.001%. I think your cost to get in a partnership is Mm 10,000. That's what I've heard. Opening the location is roughly... Two, mil, no, two, million. two million yeah, yeah. Um, today yeah. Bro, i'm spending half a million painting a place and crazy. i have my i have my own construction crew yeah. today with a million you're barely doing plumbing and wow. the hood a good hood system can be a hundred thousand the walk-in cooler yeah. 20 grand the margarita machine six seven a good ice machine seven right. like once yeah, you do the math you are that's
0: the f- why you gotta buy a spot, a spot that's already in existence
1: yeah um, and then they do a thirteen, from what I know, what I've heard is a thirteen percent royalty, and then whatever's left over, they split it after they recoup the investment of two million average that it costs to open. And I think they're doing like five and a half million now per location. AUV. Wow. So if you want to, if you want to research restaurants and what they're doing, type in whatever name you can think of. AUV, mm-hmm. average unit volume, and you'll be surprised. A lot of places. Average you, unit volume. Yeah. You know, some places you think they're doing more, they are actually doing only only a million. Then, then you
0: Let me ask you, what's the, what, what are, what are running, running, running great? What is the net profits on the restaurant? What's the average percentage? And then I guess running lousy. All
1: right. Let's, let's talk percentage. Yeah. yeah. Let's do that. For single unit operators, independent restaurants, it could be anything. They don't know. It's hard to track. Yeah. Um, it could be five percent, ten percent, fifteen, twenty. Who knows? Yeah. It's not. A, it's not. Tra- Once the operation starts growing, and gets bigger. That's when you actually start tracking the numbers. Yeah. I will say twelve to fifteen percent, and some great concepts are doing more. We're doing roughly about twenty, yeah. uh, uh, give or take. But we're, we reinvest everything back into the company. Uh, uh, yeah, new locations. But twenty will be amazing. Then you have costs. What do you think is the cost of payroll? For
0: I'm For, just basing on that you you saying in general?
1: Yeah. Let's say you you have a restaurant that sells. Uh,
0: I'm going to say restaurant because I just look at toast. I'm like, I'm in there. It's like, yo, i would be seeing like 15 people. I'm going to say that got to be 30% of your revenue. Yeah,
1: exactly. That is your goal, 30 30%. Some Some restaurants do more. Some restaurants do less. Yeah. Ideally, the goal is less. But their their rule is you got to be under 30. Same thing for cost of good. Yeah. The rule is you got to be under 30. And the cost of goods, they change. Yeah. Is seasonal. Sometimes the limes triple, the eggs triple. Yeah, you just never know what's
0: yeah. Let me ask you, why, um, why I see restaurants, bro, with no with no liquor? Like, how are they making money? If like, I mean, the how,
1: only way you couldn't have liquors if you're next to like a school or a church.
0: But so I'm saying I see, like, I'll use this. They're well, not well, promoting liquor. What type I, of restaurant? I really like this restaurant. Is um, you ever been a buttermilk buttermilk kitchen? Yes. I want to say they do have, but it's not. I don't see people just you
1: it's hard to sell liquor in the morning
0: yeah so if it's yeah.
1: breakfast it's even though so you how have a
0: profit how are they making
1: oh they're those guys are printing money
0: okay yeah they're they got it down packed. but i'm like yeah. like i look at them i look at uh atlanta breakfast club i'm like they don't sell liquor at all but they it's hard to it's do, it's do a liquor though.
1: yeah uh, we, and we have clients that do breakfast concepts for the marketing and then when i checked yeah it's gonna cost you seventy five hundred dollars for the so think about this seventy five hundred for the liquor license per year, so that's already ah eh, should we do it for liquor or not? Yeah. Now you gotta have a bar. Should we have a bar for coffee or for liquor? Yeah. Oh wait, now we gotta we gotta hire a bartender, yeah. and they're not gonna make money because it's breakfast. Mm. So it you know so then you focus just on the coffee and the breakfast, and you actually end up making more money. But if uh, it's a dinner spot, you gotta have liquor.
0: You have to yeah. yeah yeah so I guess one of the final questions let's talk about the exit plan because I know most of us don't get in businesses thinking about exiting getting thinking about multiples like you I know you have a kind of what's your exit plan and what should we be focusing on when it comes to like when you get in this game should you already be thinking to exit like
1: if you're going for, for the, the biggest business structure yes and I actually got into the, this time in the business yeah, thinking about it because in my previous business the biggest lesson I learned in almost 10 years is never again give away an, a decade of your life building something that has no value. So let me at least this next decade build something that's gonna have tremendous value. And then I'll decide, right? What is the right move? Uh, exiting is great. I don't know. But I, I'm we're having too much fun.
0: Yeah. It, and then
1: it. if you got something that's already making money, what are you gonna do? Sell it to then yeah. buy something else that's gonna make less money?
0: Let me ask you this. This is this is just a, a fun question for me because I want like I'm a I'm a hospitality guy. Like I want you to come in town. Yeah, I got a place. Like I let people stay here. Like I got a place for you to stay. I got a car for you. Yeah, are you like I want to send somebody in my restaurant? Like, do you ever do like yo? Just come through. Like, no, Oh, no, all right,
1: not not really. No <laughs> like I
0: want to have a, a room in my restaurant. They this just Neo section. When he come, this thing always got to be open for. Like I feel like uh my guy over at uh reference at barnes he got like a vip section that they keep open for if a celebrity come just somebody come we need to be ready for them
1: that could work but you're also paying for that real estate you're probably paying 50 dollars a square foot for that real estate mm, just really? to be there right That's and crazy. how many tables could you fit there that could have make you the money unless you have a, a big big enough uh, square footage to do it we we just stack tables as, as many as we can I mean, really what's
0: your, what's your ideal square footage for you
1: for right right now our average is about 2800 square feet
0: i mean how many seats is that
1: uh, we're putting about sixty people inside and about sixty outside.
0: Okay, so about one hundred and twenty. So, is there plus a, the bar? Is is there a limit where you don't want to go above so you can actually service them? Like if yeah, you so were having one hundred and fifty inside. Could You even service them with no, the current, no. there's operation.
1: a max capacity yeah. that you got to follow, yeah. so you can't. No, get, I know that, in ju- but I mean,
0: if, the, if you got a 3,800 square feet, you could get more. So, is in there, our concept,
1: a, yes, because our concept is very informal, loud, and uh, tacos and margaritas, yeah. okay? So, we can put you next to each other if it's a high end steakhouse or high end sushi, you got to space them out more. Got it, okay. it just depends on, on what you're doing,
0: got it, babe. bro. I appreciate the game, bro. Come I've been on, waiting, man. I've been. I've been waiting on this info, man. I can't wait to uh, put it in use. Hopefully whenever,
1: I, whenever you want to open a restaurant, just call me now and I'll talk you out of it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's why I gotta go the investor route, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: We'll see. We'll make it work. Well, I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> get your advice. Literally, everybody tells me don't do it, bro. I might have heard a few people that say, "Yeah, bro, you gotta do it." It's terrible yeah one thing about you you always gonna keep it real yeah, so right. i love it bro yeah. thank you My so man. much thank you Let so everybody much. know the how they could uh follow you stay in touch uh
1: damien ceo uh, on instagram
0: yep and y'all i'm gonna uh, tell tell them about the restaurants yeah where pull they up go. to I a real to pull support.
1: up a, a real tacos that's our main operation we have four locations down in atlanta uh, what's the
0: instagram for that
1: real tacos with two r's rr okay um we have a Midtown, West Midtown, Chamblee, Sandy Springs. We're going to do 8 to 10 in Atlanta. Then we're going to start doing the Southeast, Charlotte, mm. Nashville, a lot in South Florida. Uh, the Are goal you is keeping
0: them all any franchising in the future for you? No.
1: No. We're going to keep them all corporate. Through
0: you can't do the multiples with the fran- Like Kennedy. Well, either you go
1: one way or the other. Got it. Okay. And I'd rather go partnerships with the team, the people that work with us. Uh the goal will be to do uh, 2027, 20, 100 million. So that is the goal.
0: Yeah, it's gonna happen too. Yeah, let's get it, bro. Thank you My so man. much. Let's get it. Let's go. Hey, you're looking at this, and you're probably enjoying this episode and the strategies and the gems that I give you. This is just a fraction. Oh, what you learn in my mastermind, right? I would love for you to be able to learn more information on how he's able to help Carter Cofill make a million dollars in one single day. How he's able to help Rochelle Parks make over five hundred thousand dollars in a day. Learn how he's able to help Tevin grow his Instagram following from seventy thousand followers to upwards to two hundred thousand followers within two months. And again, those results are not typical. Let me be very clear, but they are possible. For those who are willing to put work in energy and effort if you're looking at this video right now i want you to go to the website mastermind with neo neo.com so you can apply to see if you're a good fit for a mastermind this is specifically for someone looking to grow their digital business right even though, y'all probably even know David Shan, Sleepers for Suckers. He's inside of my mastermind. You probably know some of you, the student loan doctor. He's inside of my mastermind. You probably know Darius Daniels. He's inside of my mastermind. Those are just a few more people who are absolutely crushing it as a result of being inside of the community. So listen, if you're looking at this, right, and you're probably looking at the episode, like, man, you're dropping so much gems, but can you imagine how many gems you'll get when you're actually inside of the environment, when you're tapped into the community? What I want you guys to go to right now is mastermindwithneo.com. So you do not miss out on your opportunity to get tapped in. You will have to apply. You will have to get on the call. And hopefully you make the cut to be a part of what we got. I'll see you on the inside. Let's get back to the episode.